Hey everybody, welcome to Sippy Cup Cocktails. I'm Lance. I'm Hallie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a little something there? Chocolate chip cookie? Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Is it, uh, does it go good with uh, what you're drinking this week? Oh no, I'm going to try it now. Yeah? <laughs> All kinds of flavor experiments going on here. Let's just say it doesn't taste bad. Oh, well that's a glowing review. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That gets me into try something. It's not bad. It does. I mean, it's not bad with a cookie. Okay, I gotcha. Like I can't have candy and then have a pop. Is that too sweet? Yeah. Mm. Like the you can't even taste the pop then. I gotcha. So it's like pointless. Ah, fair but point. I don't drink pop really yeah. at all anymore. That's true. Yeah. Better about that than I am. Uh, no comment. Yeah. But what are you drinking this week? Hmm. I'm drinking um, Cupcakes Pinot Noir. Hey. I grew up. um, Actually, I didn't get to drink it first. Yeah. We had friends over. Right. Anybody remembers that (laughs) friend of mine who left wine here one night and I got to drink it. This time around, she ran out of wine and had to drink mine, (laughs) which is totally fine. That's what friends are for. Right. So maybe she should be giving the, what are you drinking? How did you like it? (laughs) Because since I've only had three sips. But it's a 2015 Central Coast Cupcake Vineyards Pinot Noir. Ah. It's pretty good. Now you're getting detailed with it. I know. I've, I, I've seen cupcake on the shelves before, but um, it had fuel saver points, so that's why I grabbed it. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't no $4.99. It was like at least $7.99. Oh, I, I know. know. Big spender. I am. I'm moving up. <laughs> what are you drinking? Because it looks like it's just Sprite. No, I'm trying I'm trying a new uh, cocktail. I'm trying a Tom Collins for the first time. You've never had one before? No, I've never had one. Oh. I just got into gin this year, so. Yeah, there's, but I there's guess a lot of, with you being a bartender previously, I thought you might have had more drinks. Yeah, not a lot of orders for like a Tom Collins. So what's like on it's, it? It is a mixture of gin, fresh lemon juice, simple syrup, and then just a little bit of soda water. And you made your simple syrup. Yes, I made the simple syrup here at home because it's... What's all in a sir- simple syrup? It's literally just equal parts sugar and water. Really? So you just you slap a uh, saucepan on your scale. You Like out. literally slap it? Yeah, you got to hit it. Like otherwise. slap them base. Slap yeah. them. It's more of a disciplinary thing. If you don't smack it down, mm-hmm. the saucepan runs away. And then you got to go find it. It's a giant pain. So you what? give it a good whack down on the counter. It sits there obediently. You fill it with whatever <laughs> amount of water you want to start with. Mm-hmm. And then you dump in that same amount by weight of sugar. And then you just put it on the stove until it's clear. Does it get like a syrup texture to it? Or it, does it, it stay it, pretty watery? No, it gets pretty heavy because when you start, it's like, it's very clear. Like there's like a layer of sugar on the bottom of your pan and a layer of water because of how oh. heavy it is. But as it heats up and you stir it, it's sort of suspends in there mm-hmm. and when it's all dissolved it goes from being like a cloudy white color to perfectly clear mm. and then it's good and you can take it off and cool it and let it just sit in the fridge for a month so cool so it's good for like when you're using your lemon juices or lime juices and drinks to how much lemon juice sweeter. did you have to use or uh, was it lime you said or lemon it's lemon lemon juice i suppose you could probably use lime to get like a different kind of a oh more what would it be called then, instead of a tom collins I'm sure it's like a Bill Collins or something. Like, I, I, I guarantee you there's, I bet it's just a bunch of different, like, this here is a Phil Collins and it just comes with like an electronic is drum Phil set. Is Phil Collins an actual person? Yeah, he's the drummer and singer guy. 
It comes with like a copy of the Tarzan soundtrack what or something. What are you dr- drinking again? A Tom Collins. It's co- is Tom Collins a per- real person? I mean, maybe at one point, but not that I know of now. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably some Tom Collins in like Poughkeepsie that's just like, hmm. <laughs> That's me. That's my drink. <laughs> you named it after me. Yeah, we'll take a drink at the same time. That's perfect mm-hmm. podcast material. They can all enjoy our... That's, mm, yeah, that's what they yeah. tune in for. The clinkle of glass or the Halley echo in her glass. (laughs) Because that's what it sounds like. Listen. Doesn't it echo a little bit? Yeah, it's it's like your... Yep. The world's smallest cave echo. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) But uh, this is exciting. We're We're done with our spooky episodes. And so we are into our... Yep, there goes our dog. Click back and away. Uh, we are into our media month. You're just going to stay quiet until he quits walking around, huh? What? See, now you engaged him. Well, he's just going to stand there and whine at me. No, not if you just... Look at this pathetic little face. I'll take care of him just so we can keep going. He's back. Yep. Uh, Mom's getting annoyed just because he makes more work for me when I'm editing. <laughs> I'm just like, well, there's another 10 minutes I have to spend working out the kinks on this. Oh, sorry. It's all right. I should have given him treats earlier. Nah, it's fine. All right, Oliver, come here and lay down. Nope. Nope, come here. Go lay down. Come lay down. Oliver, lay down. No more. Okay, so yeah, we uh, got done with our uh, spooky October episodes, and now we are on to what we are calling Media Month. Media Month! <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be how? Sure, yeah, something like that. Media Month. Mm-mm-mm. No. Yeah, it worked. No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not the kind of media we're getting involved in. <laughs> but uh, I had a coworker kind of ask me what we thought of that show, Atypical, on Netflix, and that's kind of what kind of spurred the song because we hadn't seen the show mm-hmm. and we're at uh you know a slightly unique standpoint where we can actually kind of give a review of shows and just kind of express our thoughts on how well we think they're covering autism in media you know whether it's being represented well according to us or like that so i thought that'd be a fun way to kind of spend the month i think it's a good idea yep so last night we watched atypical yes and just the first episode and so, uh, I guess just because of the culture we're in now, uh, if you guys want to watch the first episode of Atypical and you don't want it to be ruined, you could probably skip this episode because we're going to go into details about. <laughs> Not about the whole show. Just about a few things. Yeah, just about the first episode. But if yeah. you're if you're super spoiler phobic, might not be the one for you. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, what did you, uh, you think of the show? I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did too. I was... I was surprised how much I liked it. I do think, though, like, I got really excited to watch it looking at the previews on Netflix and a lot of the clips from the preview, like, you know what I mean, was in the first episode. Right. Well, I mean, is is that a good thing or a bad thing for a TV show? Like, you get all that stuff out of the way so you don't have, like, just those clips that you know were coming? I don't know. 
I was just like, oh, that's that clip. Oh, that's that clip. Oh, that's that clip. Yeah, it's like uh, like you see a trailer for a movie, but all the stuff in the trailer is just like in the first like 20 minutes of the movie. Or you can see the whole the trailer and see the whole movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't I, know. So maybe it's good that it was all in the first episode. So now it's not like I don't I kind of don't know where it's going from. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Like they've set the stage. So now you can, yeah. you know, just kind of watch it, you know, without expecting something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was surprised. I, I had every intention of saying I think it's probably pretty well produced because it was on Netflix. And but I didn't imagine that I would want to watch more than the pilot episode but i really liked it and i think i'd like to keep watching it so cool yeah yeah we found us a, a new bridge show to add to our <laughs> rotation our holy we, grail of a list yeah that we're never gonna <laughs> get around to finishing yeah ever um so the the base stage is he's 18 yeah the 18. boy yep it, it centers on a yeah she talked about how he was in his first like few weeks of high school in senior year and had no meltdown so far that's right that's right so he's a senior in high school so probably 17 or 18 i guess i think he's 18 okay so he's 18 <laughs> um a boy with autism uh very high functioning mm-hmm. um because he you know has his own independent school life he has a job that he works at mm-hmm. um he can take himself he walks himself to and from home and school and all that stuff so high functioning but just sort of dealing with his idea on i don't think they've stressed so much on like they touch on his aspects of like the sensory issues you know things being too loud and too noisy for him Mm -hmm. a little bit but i felt like they were focused more on his interpretation of human behavior for the first episode yeah yeah Mm mm-hmm so and how he relates to everybody right or has trouble relating yeah because he just doesn't understand the context context or concepts like sarcasm or yeah or how to smile yeah appropriately (laughs) without scaring people off. yeah the difference between a good smile and a weird creepy smile Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah so i i thought it was and again we're going through this you know jackson's about to be seven so you know we don't have the full idea of like what this will be like for a high school environment something like that but i thought it was i thought it was well done i thought they must have had some good consultation oh yeah or you know we didn't look up who did the writing on it so maybe whoever wrote or created the show has a history of dealing with autism Mm -hmm. but yeah we didn't do too much research on that but i think we're just going more for how it's portrayed right and and i think they hit that balance of like he was humanized Mm -hmm. he wasn't just like oh he has autism or yeah you know he wasn't labeled yeah that wasn't him Mm -hmm. yeah he was more than just autism yeah he was trying to find his way yeah trying to find his way and then the big girl crazy yep the the big thing is kind of like where did i just find that kind of Oh, excuse me. Um, I hit the mic. Um, kind of like hard to grasp a little bit because he's girl crazy, but he has a hard time with context and concepts. So how was he able to understand that? Like, how is it instilled in him to be girl crazy? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's like, was did he just notice other guys his age being like girls? With guy like girls and guys hanging out in the hallway and okay, so so you're wondering if it was more of him picking up on the society thing and yeah, I I I took it more as like it was just he's still an 18 year old kid 
who's horny. So he's he is going to be <laughs> girl crazy just biologically. Yeah. And the autism's not going to stop that just because he doesn't understand the social context of the, you know, incredibly, insanely stupid and awkward high school dating scene. Yeah. I, I mean, that's how I took it was him just dealing with what comes naturally to high school kids. Yeah, I'm just saying like from... Like you said, and what we said earlier, he has a hard time with context and co- concepts. Yeah. And abstract. Well, I guess... So how does that work for, like, kids who are more disabled or... Yeah, that's, that's interesting. A, I mean, a lower functioning or, you know, yeah. capacity for their special needs? Do they have the same... Neat, like, do they have the same inclinations of being boy or girl crazy because that's just their hormones working, or is it subdued because of their capacity? Oh, that's I, that's interesting. I, because now that you mentioned that, like, he did make a big effort of just uh relating everything to penguins, yeah, because that's what he was interested in, and maybe and, that's what that's where he got you know the concept of yeah. boy and girl yeah because i think they brought up the whole like penguins mating for life and yeah things and that, like, that was like said three like, or four times yeah. in the episode so I don't know. anyway yeah um but just aside from him uh like with the other characters i thought the uh the parents were really well portrayed mm-hmm. uh the father is played by uh, michael rapaport and the mother by jennifer jason lee she's had some work done Yep, she she looks a. I'm oh. sorry, that's so mean, but I'm like, oh honey, you were <laughs> see, fine before. See, all I can think is, is we still haven't watched the Hateful Eight, but I'm like, she's not spitting out teeth and she's not covered in blood oh, from getting her, her face in punched Hateful in. Eight. I forgot. Yeah, so it's like, but she's I, pretty beat up in that movie. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, she's not like spitting out teeth and like has a broken nose, so she looks all right to me in this. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's. Uh, you know, that's why she looks what she looks she, like now. She was a method acting. She let Kurt Russell actually like, punch her in the face four times. <laughs> but Anyway, like, she still looks like fine. She's not yeah. like horrible or a beast. But I'm just saying, I was like, oh. Yeah, but um, like how well did you relate to him? Like did you see yourself in the parents or see us in the parents? A little bit. Yeah? Yeah. Because like with me going like... With her stressing about everything and having to do everything, like that feeling of having to do everything and like yeah. schedule the therapies and get the finances worked out and insurance and he's going to do here and normal mom worries like she's worried about his future and where he's going to do and what he's going to, uh, you know, experience and everything. And that's, I think, just a mom in general. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I... Yeah, it's, it's good that you brought that up because I didn't want to be the one to bring that up. I saw a lot of us in that of just her worrying about anything and everything at all given times. And the dad just being like, take it easy. Some stuff is just going to happen. And But what I didn't see was the fact that their, um, their relationship's strained. That, yeah. actually, yeah, I wanted to talk about that a bit too. And it's like we touched on this with a little bit on like the preview and the first episode things. How did you feel about her little getaway and sneaking off, like, little plot line being in the first episode? Her have almost having an affair in the first episode? Yeah, like, yeah. Just, just going straight up to, like, yeah, I'll go get a drink to, like, hard, heavy flirting with the bartender. Yeah, I don't, 
I I don't know. Yeah, it's it's like I I get that storyline, mm-hmm. and I understand it. It just from the it again, just we're getting you... into criticisms of the show here. Yeah, it felt rushed to me. It did because it's like you don't even have you and your husband went out for one day and it didn't go well. So you're now you're gonna go out and I don't know. Yeah, yeah well, I agree with you. Like it just kind of felt off. Like, yeah. You would expect that maybe third or four episodes in, like after they've tried a couple different times and it's not working, maybe she'd go. Yeah, but yeah, because they made the point that that was like the little date night we saw in the episode was like their first date in it's applied for a very yeah a very very long time. Yeah, and it just it ultimately just breaks down into kind of a argument about their son Son. and his autism. Yeah, but it was. uh, Aside from just like the storyline being a little rushed, I thought it was very real. Yeah. And then they have an, an I would say she's older or younger. They were almost. She might be younger now that I think about it. I say, her. yeah, she has a sister and I would say her mannerisms are more of like an older sister, but. She says she's working for a track scholarship so she can get out of the town. Yeah. So she's obviously she still must in be, high school. So she must be senior, sophomore, junior. Yeah. And it's, it's that thing of like, if, you know, she is a quote unquote normal kid, obviously she would have that more older sibling sort of relationship with him of trying to guide him through those normal interactions. But if they're just close enough in age, she could do that to him. Right. Right. But I'm just... That w- we both assumed she was the older sister. Yeah. Until we you put the pieces together about oh like wait no now. she's in high school yeah. and he's a senior yeah. and or maybe they're twins who knows they haven't really talked about that. No, they have. That would be an interesting little little thread to pull on. Mm-hmm. But uh, I liked her though. Yeah, yeah, she was she was well done. And um, they they showed her relation. He showed from his perspective his relationship with her is good. Like. She doesn't let anybody mess with him, but she's allowed to mess with him. Like, right. you can't pick on my brother. You can't like touch him, hurt him, make fun of him, but I can. Yeah, well, and he's okay with that because he knows she loves him. Right. Well, and the biggest thing too is even like her like picking on him. Like she doesn't call him, you know, slow or an idiot or like God, you're being autistic right now. Yeah. She just tells him like. You're being an idiot. Yeah. She she gives him normal insults. She yeah. treats him like a person. like just a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was. Plus, she knocked that other girl out of her face. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The the. Not that I condone any school violence. <laughs> or do I? Yeah. The uh, the punch <laughs> the high school bully in the face move is yeah. always a. And then the mom stuck up for her. like that little girl is just the nicest woman. She spray painted orca on the bigger girl's locker well she nervous to get her face punched i mean that just goes back into i mean i don't know were they trying to show the disconnect of you know your parents you're so in tune to your autistic son because that's what he needs and then you don't realize that the just the girls that you know your daughter knows from seventh grade and you're still stuck on that perception yeah you don't realize that they're just a bunch of little shits now yeah and i'm i'm still trying to work out the mother-daughter relationship i don't know like why it is the way it is so i'm assuming we'll learn more as the episodes go on um because the daughter just does not appear to like the mom at all i i didn't read more into that beyond just normal teenage parent relationship i would never talk to my mom that way i i know but i'm just I, i'm just giving you my I two cents and i mean maybe there is a little you know there could be a little resentment in there at least from the mom to the sister of oh you just get to act like the sister to him 
man, you're just equally loved where I have to put in all the work and the scheduling and the therapy mm, and the... Maybe. I mean, there could be a little bit of that, but we're really, you know, projecting onto it. But yeah. um, see what else. Uh, I like the moment with the father and him at the aquarium right at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Just sitting watching the penguins or just seeing that effort to try to connect on, you know, just any level with your kid. So it was, it was good. It was a very... I thought it was a very well-rounded show. I did, too. I liked it. I'm ready to... Looking forward to watching a little bit more. Luckily, it's only like eight episodes. Yeah, and... Oh, my God. We haven't talked about the therapist yet. Nah. And just the... Do you think they're going to let that him being in love with the therapist thing go the whole season? No. Okay. I hope not. Well, that's like in the preview I saw. He gets together with another girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not That's to just... spoil it for you, honey. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> How dare you? I can't watch any of it now. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Okay. There was that one scene when they were at dinner. And you... Right. That hit you hard. Yeah. Why? It was... It was one of those things where it's... Because I related to him, and I think Michael Rapport, I've always related to him, just in his character's place, which is weird, because I... He's been like the sitcom dad for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. But it, it hit me really hard where he was just describing the idea of, you know, for his son's, I think he said seventh or ninth birthday or one of those, he just spent hours building an igloo out of ice blocks for him because of his son's love for penguins. And then his son wouldn't go in it because it wasn't perfect. But just the the idea that he got so wrapped up in doing this insane, impossible task just to have five minutes of connection with his son was super powerful to me. And it's, I say, it just, it got me. And, you know, I'm, I'm in a little bit of a vulnerable place right now, but it's, I'm starting to notice that sort of father son dynamic stuff having more of an emotional impact on me. Like, uh, it's like, I can get through the entire story of watching Finding Nemo with Jackson until it gets to the very end and Nemo's like kind of hurt under the net and Marlon's like kind of pick him up and I just see him like he's just trying to help his like essentially disabled son feel better and navigate the world and like that kind of tugs on me a little bit mm-hmm. where like before I was like oh yeah fish it'll be Disney it'll be fine now that you're a so dad it's, now, yeah now that I have that I'm in that situation it's just it just gets on me so do you have anything like that in any sort of the media that you've seen or is all the the heartstring stuff on you just in like the general so like the hallmark type media stuff <laughs> whatever I, i'm just saying that because whatever. that's hallmark's it gets me. good they're good quality commercials I, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the movies it's the commercials <laughs> i mean do you know what i'm saying like do you get like do you get affected by where you're putting yourself into the situations that you see in the media or is it just in terms of the general like heart tug moments. I don't know. Both. Okay, I'm just I'm a mom. Yep. So, anything can affect me at any time. Some type of thought can enter my brain on the drive home <laughs> and I can just be bawling and there's nothing remotely yeah. around that has literally affected me, but it's just okay. a thought that pops in. All right, that's true. Whether it's media, something I've seen on media, or movie or commercial. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. But, well, so that's yeah. So our first uh, media month week. Uh, I think we can recommend the show. Yeah. We'll keep yeah. watching. We'll give you an update next week. Yep. If we watch any more. Well, it's, I I can't. I didn't even notice. Is it an hour long show? Oh, you know like, what? A, like the 40 minute I think it's like 40, 45. It's, a, it's your standard TV hour yeah. long runtime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird. Like there were enough like little jokes in it. I was like, oh, is this sort of like a sitcom? Is it only going to be like 20 minutes long? But mm-hmm. we watch it for longer than that. No, so. I think it was like 40, 45. Yeah. So, I mean, that comes out to like, you know, just five, six hours worth of TV to watch. And people turn through that on weekends all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually something we can have on TV if Jackson's just around playing or on his ipad yeah that's true yeah it would be yeah it's nothing that you have to be super turned into and yeah but well, it was like if he was having some downtime yep yeah um so coming up for next week uh you had a uh, thought of the show the good doctor mm-hmm. which i know nothing about other than the name of it so co-workers um have said it's good and one co-worker who really likes it so, it's just about a guy who's a doctor, like a really good doctor, but he has autism, and so he's trying to navigate the professional world of being, okay. being in that. Okay, I got you. And sphere. There you go. That's the word. <laughs> it's a ABC. Yeah, I think it's like a, it's a drama. Okay, is it? Do you know if it's brand new this year, or is it like yeah. see, brand new this year? Yeah. Okay, we should be able to probably go back and find like a. Like on like the Watch ABC app or... I think it might be on Hulu. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll find it and watch that before next week. Sounds good. And uh, so other than uh, our little media month experiment, mm-hmm. uh, have you had anything that's been on, on your mind this week? Too much. <laughs> I don't know. Like there's just so many... Th- oh, actually what's been on my mind because I was thinking about this today. I'm obsessed with decluttering right now. Yeah. Like... If I don't use it, let's get rid of it. I don't want the clutter. I want to simplify our life as much as possible. <laughs> if it doesn't hold meaning or value or I haven't used it in a year, time to be gone. <laughs> and I know some people think that's stupid, but it's like we don't have the room for it. And No, I think that's that's a good concept. I just it's, don't like clutter. Yeah, it's you just had that thing about um, simplifying your life. And I think it's a picture that I've seen online a few times mm-hmm. over the years. But it's like somebody ordered a book from Amazon and it was like, I think it was titled like Simplify Your Life or mm-hmm. something. It was basically about decluttering and all that stuff. But Amazon screwed up and shipped them a case of the books instead of just the one that they wanted. <laughs> Defeat the purpose. Exactly. It was just like I don't know if I've ever seen a picture that you could just title irony. But. I should write a book called Declutter. Get rid of the shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's yeah. it's just a narration thing. Like take four steps forward. You see that thing? Throw it out. <laughs> you like it? No, throw it out. So hold some sentimental value? No, throw it out. You'll be so proud of me though. Yeah. I got all my goodwill stuff to my car yesterday because I you know I had my big pile of stuff. Yeah. you go. I took it today. Really? Yeah. That Normally, is, folks, it sits in the car for a few weeks. That is record time. I know. You're welcome. Yep. Well, it like slid all around. You didn't pack it well at all. I'm driving to work and thud, thud, as I take every curve, thud. My packing is not responsible for your driving. I wasn't crazy driving. Uh-huh. Not this morning. Yeah. There's too many cars out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 
Fair enough. Well, thank you for getting that to the Goodwill in a timely fashion. You're welcome, sir. What about you? What's on your um, mind? Honestly, the big thing right now is uh, James Bond. I know. You I know are. I always come back to like the media and stuff, but... You're a media guy. I am. I am. I, I like to consume a lot of entertainment just to Have bounce stuff around to a bit. About. Yeah. And there's a, a podcast I listen to called James Bonding about these two guys that just talk about their love of James Bond. And I found out they were just basically redoing their entire show and they're doing a bunch of ranking episodes. I've been listening to that. You know, they rank the theme songs and, you know, they did a statistical analysis of ranking everything in James Bond. But now they're just going back through the movies. And I'm like, oh, it's been a while since I rewatched a bunch of the James Bond movies. So it's uh, time to dig back in and tear into the James Bond. And I just... I'll watch the last four. Yep. Or you'll, three. You'll watch the Daniel Craig. He's got four of them now. I'll watch the last four. Yep. Even though... Maybe. You know. No. What? What's his name? Daniel Craig? Yep. Your favorite James Roger Bond? Moore. There he is. He's so much better. Uh, <laughs> Shut your face. I just Shut watched... your face. Shut your face. That's your new, new name. Shut your face. <laughs> Shut your face, Charlotte. Uh, a little film called A View to a Kill may disagree with you on that. I showed you the intro to that last night. <laughs> or James Bond invents snowboarding while the Beach Boys play. That was stupid. <laughs> You didn't even get to the part where the car just gets broken in half that he's driving. Well, no. He started making out with the woman in the submarine. <laughs> yeah. The woman that's way too young for him. And why is she even there? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the question you can make for everyone in that movie, honestly. Why are you even here? <laughs> yeah, a View to a Kill might be one of the worst Bond movies. Um, but... but Casino Royale, I didn't even make it to the... To the jumping scene i know yeah we had to kind of cleanse our palate with the opening to casino royale yeah but then i looked over i was waking up an hour later by mr <laughs> over here sawing logs with the you had your phone on your face oh my god <laughs> damn it but it was Every... better, better than that one time when you then <laughs> when you had your old ipad oh my still, god and he nodded off and it smacked him in the I don't know. So I don't know if I've ever woken up so sternly as when I've gotten hit in the face with my own iPad that I'm holding. Which wasn't even like light. It's a brick almost. Yeah. I'm I'm uh, wondering how how good I'd be at that because <laughs> now no, seriously, now I've had the times I'm, where I've nodded off where I've watched stuff and I'm holding my phone up like this. I've nodded off and I wake up and I'm still just holding my phone up. <laughs> in the air and it's like just like the video has been stopped for god knows how long and i'm like cool that's your hand to to yeah is your like, hand numb and tingly or anything like us fall asleep you know not really it's oh I'm, i can't be <laughs> sleeping that long but it's like i literally i wake up and i'm holding my phone up to my face i'm like huh see that's why i just turned parks and rec on and put it on my my little phone becomes a tv stand and it's on my nightstand yeah and i curl see, up you, and just Pass out. Yeah, see, I, as much as I love, like, Parks and Rec and all, like, the old shows, it's like, every time I rewatch something that I've already seen, that's not in the process of, like, I'm rewatching all of it, like, the James Bond, I always feel a little guilty of, like, there's so much stuff I haven't seen yet. But, yeah, I get that if it's, like, a movie, but I'm constantly watching Parks and Rec. That's true. It's, like, it's it is, a year-round thing. 
you were probably on your seventh or eighth rewatch of that entire series at this point. Sure. I don't know. There goes like days or maybe a week or two where I don't watch anything, but it's just my go-to. Like, Hallie's not in a great mood. We're going to put on Parks and Rec. I get that. Need something on TV so Jackson isn't crazy and we can transition away from his thing. Parks and Rec. There you go. It's the intro that gets him. Yep. A little just upbeat, uh, I don't know, strings. Kind of yeah. strings, horns, kind of. It's just a nice little intro music. Yep. So they're all my friends. I love, <laughs> love being Parks and Rec people. There you go. <laughs> all right. Well, so uh, if you guys uh, want to play along with Media Month, uh, like this week, go ahead and watch bingo. the... Bingo! Oh, not that yeah, type it's of... It's not bingo, oh, no. Okay. There's not enough time to do a bingo card. Um, go ahead and uh, watch the Kinko. pilot. No, Blinko. <laughs> I'm sorry. Plinko. Isn't that a game? Yeah, it's the the Price is Right game. What else do you yell out when you win? Yahtzee. Oh, Monopoly. Yep, that's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> you land on Park Place and you go Monopoly. What do I? What What would you say? For Monopoly? Yeah. You just go. Uh, give me a tax cut. Okay, folks. Bye. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna eat some more cookie. There you go. All Next right, guys. We'll wrap but... it up for us. All right. Not <laughs> so, me. All right. So you go uh, crunch away. <laughs> uh, we want to thank you guys so much for listening to Sippy Cup Cocktails. Uh, if you want to uh, contribute or give us your thoughts on a typical or sort of preload with thoughts about the good doctor, uh, you can go to sippycupcocktails.com slash contact or just tweet us at sccocktails and uh, send us your thoughts on that. We read everything that we get. Uh, Hal is shaking her head no, so I guess I say I read everything that we get. I know we haven't gotten anything yet, but I will read it all when it comes in. <laughs> Terry, if you're listening, yep. please send us something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, do you want to talk about your blog? Um, I have a blog. Yep. www.ourjourneywithjackson.wordpress.com. I write about every other week. Yep. Perfect. So, yeah, it gives Hallie sort of take uh, without my uh, interfering uh, into it. And so uh, if you guys like what you've been hearing, uh, we recommend that you subscribe to the podcast so you get a new episode every Tuesday. And you can subscribe uh, wherever you're listening to this, whether it's in iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher. Uh, and then uh, please uh, share us with your friends. Uh, if uh, you have the time, please rate us in the uh, different podcast stores because that helps people find us. And we will see you next Tuesday for a brand new episode of Sippy Cup Cocktails in our media month. Thank you for listening. Bye.